the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And Lundy, we are taping this early morning mountain time on this Friday. And games are tipping off eminently. It's the greatest Time of the year. Make sure you stock up, stock up on the booze, fire off a few bets, and be willing to gain about uh, 10 pounds uh, because there is going to be, what, 16 hours of straight basketball? I love day basketball like I really enjoy day drinking. So I am here 100% for it, and I know you are too. We're going to give some selections on the later games tipping off today. But before we get to that and a hockey pick from Lundy kind of switching things up instead of the NBA because the NBA is on siesta with the All-Star break. Uh, I did want to throw out a future that I found at DraftKings Sportsbook this morning. You know, they do over-unders on projected seed lines. And for those people that may be aware or unaware, I am a quote-unquote bracketologist in the business um, and graduated from the school of Lenardi. And uh, I do it at FTMBets.com. My uh, bracket big board updates every single night. And I was astonished when I saw this this morning. Missouri, the over-under for the Tigers on their seed for the NCAA tournament is 6.5. The over is juiced up like crazy, but the under is at plus 165. And I think that's a great value because you know why? I got Missouri currently projected as a six seed. Tucking just under that 6.5 line and with seven quadrant one wins, a top 10 overall strength to schedule, and another quadrant one opportunity this weekend against LSU, and that game being played in Columbia. They go out and beat uh, the Tiger-on-Tiger matchup, and they're the top Tigers in that game. I think Missouri, if they win a single game in the SEC tournament, likely going to be on that sixth line. So hop on that value before it expires, America. Uh, This is coming from an Illinois guy who's supposed to despise Missouri. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm still hung up on the fact you think we're only going to gain 10 pounds. I mean, come on, dude. That, that's pretty. You want to talk about being conservative. That's a uh, over-under that's probably, if it, if the over-under is, let's say, nine and a half pounds. Hammer the, the over. The Hammer over, the living taillights out of it. Well, not only that, Brad, but the over is probably like minus 625. Okay, <laughs> we're not getting good odds on that one because if we're going to camp out and start watching some conference tournaments, uh, not only uh, what's going on uh, this week, but what's going on next week and rolling on in i am imagining by the time we get to opening day for the mlb with that first pitch oh oh, oh it's gonna be uh we we will have uh, been like bears trying to fatten up for hibernation uh, my cardiologist is calling me right now i i can see my phone lighting up and i know what he's gonna say what the hell are you doing man Get your butt in shape. Get to the gym. Well, it is the greatest time of the year. Merry March Madness to everybody out there. Look, if you want to get in on some of those early college basketball selections or a full slate of weekend games, uh, if you want to fire off some action as well in the NBA All-Star break, uh, the NHL, or UFC 259, there's only one place to do it. It is Draft King Sportsbook. And as I mentioned, UFC 259 is this weekend. And it's sure to be action-packed with three title fights taking place in one night. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC, is putting you in the center of this weekend's title fight with 
100 to 1 odds on either fighter to land a punch during the title fight. Pick either main event fighter to land a single punch, just one punch, during this weekend's UFC 259 bout. And DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 100 to 1 odds. Just bet $1 on either fighter to land a punch. And if that happens, you will cash $100. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if either main event fighter lands a punch on Saturday. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code FTN to turn $1 into $100 if either fighter lands a punch for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana. 1-800-9. With it. And with that, on this Championship Week Friday, it's time once again for another Fade 5. Number 5. All right. Let's go ahead and go out to the miggity miggity Mac daddy daddies. Uh, and let's talk Maction. Lundy, a ball state, the pride of Muncie, Indiana, going up against Toledo and the Rockets. And I'm actually going to side with the fighting David Letterman's here, plus the nine uh, against Toledo. Uh, last time these two teams met, Lundy, uh, it was an 81-67 beatdown issued by Ball State in Muncie. Uh, that was back in early February. The Rockets, uh, they've been number one in the MAC all season long in multiple offensive categories, but that night uh, they exploded like a SpaceX trial rocket. 0.88 points per possession uh, on the floor, 7-32 from three, uh, and it had six Cardinals with double figures in that game, only committed 11 turnovers. Now, if you look over the last seven contests, these two teams neck and neck, really, in overall effectiveness and efficiency. Toledo number two during that stretch, according to Torvik, and Ball State number three. So if the cards can reduce to turnovers that's been a bugaboo at times this season and if they can bomb away from three again over 42 percent of their shots come from distance i think they're going to keep this one close Uh, it's a good matchup on paper give me the cardinals going to be chirping plus nine against toledo fade or follow I'll roll with you on this one. Why not? I, I look at some of these games. You get down to this conference time, and you look at somebody with a, you know, the way Ball State's sitting with a sub-500 record, Toledo looking good. You see all that stuff on paper. But, man, I don't know. Whether it's the COVID-19 effect, whether it's coming up to the end of the season, sometimes things get a little bit strange uh, <laughs> right around this time of the year. So, you know, as I was looking at this game when we got ready to do the pod, I thought, is this really where I'm going? Yes. I, you know what? Why not? I will take it because of the non- Nine points. Let's see what happens as the cards take on the Rockets. When you're strange, you bet on Ball State. Number four. All right, moving on. Uh, let's go to the Atlantic 10 Conference Tournament, and it's been riveting so far, Lundy. I, UMass put up 100 points yesterday. UMass, the minimum. Was was uh, Lou Rowe back on the floor? Was it Marcus Camby in action? Like, I did, that was almost inexplicable. Blew my mind. Uh, we're not going to feature that game. In this segment, we're actually going to talk about George Mason going up against 
Bob McKillop, the Silver Fox, and his Davidson Wildcats. And, and I'm going to go with the underdog yet again. And I think Mason's going to be barking in this game. Now, Davidson is the worst perimeter defensive team in the Atlantic 10. They're giving up 36.8%. You got Miller. You got Green. You got Kolick. They are for the Patriots. The Patriots. And I think they're going to be plunging daggers early and often in this game from outside. Now, Aduro and Wilson, uh, they got to stand tall uh, around the 10 against this club and thwart shots because 58.8% of Davidson's points uh, come from inside the arc, uh, you know, shooting close to 60% as a team. Uh, so the Mason D, though, they have been rising to the occasion here, Lundy. They've given up just 0.914 points per possession in their last six. Uh, they have forced a turnover on 20.6% of their opponent possessions. This game is going to be nip and tuck and for that reason i'm not saying mason's gonna win this thing straight up but i think they only lose by a bucket give me the plus five fade or follow i will follow on this one as well because what's funny is you know sometimes you want to follow the trends you know we were talking about ball state a minute ago and i was like ah you know f it we'll have some fun uh but when it comes to this one i thought okay let me see how everybody's doing against the spread you know i haven't been studying these teams like you have and i thought oh this is trouble because george mason's only covered against the spread eight times well uh that's actually the same for davidson uh but i will take the team in george mason that came off of having the two different games that were postponed another one that was canceled and yet coming out of that break they've bucked the COVID-19 trend they've won five in a row so they're on a roll right now I like the idea of them getting the points so I'll take that against Davidson yeah money up on Mason number three all right let's go to our monkey knife fight.com monkey knife fight player prop of the day in the what the NHL? Yes! Presented by MonkeyNightFight.com. Go there. It's a DFS game unlike any other. It's just you against the house and all of your favorite player props. Starting together in packs at two all the way up to six. The more you hit on the over the under, the more or less, the more money you stuff into your pockets. And use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. And as a new user, you fire that off, you score a free $5 game on the house. Have an MKF in good time time at monkeyknifefight.com and uh, for fans of the pod, I could not name probably more than one NHL player. Is Wayne Gretzky still in the league? Is Cindy Crosby still around? Is Keith Kachuk still in uniform and on skates? Probably not across the board. I don't know anything about hockey. That's why I turn to my resident puckhead, Mr. Lundy, who knows the ins, the outs, the overs, the unders, the more and lesses on this particular game. Lundy, we got a loaded slate tonight. Uh, no NBA action, so that's why we're turning our attention to the ice. Who do you like on an over, under, or more or less option? Here, sponsored by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Well, let's talk about the Colorado Avalanche, one of the top teams in terms of the odds to be able to win the cup. And let's talk specifically about one Miko Rantanen playing out on the wing. Now, coming back out of missing some time early in February, uh, the over under on him for shots on goal is two and a half. Well, if you go back to his last nine games, he's only been under that number 
three times. Uh, this is a guy that likes to pepper the net with shots. He is active. He moves around uh, once they get across the blue line. He is effective. He is a big part of what they're able to do uh, on their uh, on their power play as well. So this is a guy that will continue to put shots on net. I'm very surprised this number is actually at two and a half. I would have expected it to be at three and a half based on what he's done most recently, which includes back-to-back games against San Jose to start the month of March. And in both games, he's had four shots on goal. So between that... The fact that you've got uh, Nathan McKinnon, who took the shoulder to the face in the most recent game against the Sharks, Um, I think they may want to lean on Miko Rantanen. And when they've done that in the past, he has delivered. So two and a half shots on goal. Give me the over on the Moose. Yeah, I like it. I know nothing. Just tail, Lundy. Number two. All right, moving on and back to college basketball. Let's go to the ACC. And Georgia Tech, a team that has been squarely on the bubble, had that colossal win recently against the Duke Blue Devils and might have bounced off the bubble and into the field permanently. Now they got a couple of black eyes in the resume and they can't afford to get another one. They go up against Wake Forest tonight on the road and I'm taking the Yellow Jackets. Going to pack some sting at minus Nine. I think this Yellow Jackets team is going to be extraordinarily dangerous in March if they do make the big dance. Uh, Why? Because the inside-outside combination of Moses Wright, who is a supreme rim protector, very active around the basket, can also step out and knock down threes as well. And Jose Alvarado uh, is one of the best uh, dishmen in all of the ACC and a guy who has a ton of three-point outbursts under his belt this season, shooting 40.8% from down town those guys are absolutely de- uh, deadly again inside and outside for this Josh Pastner led team now wake uh, has been playing like they're baked here these uh, last few weeks uh, number 254 in overall efficiency the last month according to Torvik and Tech, you know, really thrives off of forcing turnovers, which has been problematic for the Demon Deeks. Uh, they have coughed it up on 20.3% of their possessions. And Wake in the last eight, listen to this, Lundy. Uh, they've netted just 0.958 points per possession, barf. Meanwhile, they've given up 1.043 points per possession. Now you understand why they are in the basement of the ACC. Pull it all together and give me Georgia Tech. Going to earn a whole lot of peaches if you get some action on them. Minus nine. Fade or follow? Complete follow on this one. You brought up Moses Wright, Brad. You talk about everything he's doing in terms of protecting the ring. He's also got 10 dimes over the course of the last three games. Like this guy is just a big part of what Georgia Tech does. In fact, saw the stat that said between the assists and the buckets, he's had his hand in 52% of all of Georgia Tech's field goals in the last three games. So he is definitely the uh, straw that stirs the drink. Between that and the fact that you look that Wake has lost the last five games, by an average of 22.8 points. Uh, Yeah, this entirely leans towards Tech to take care of the Demon Deacons relatively easily. Go, Georgia Tech! Make us some green. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, uh, let's round things out in the Mountain West. And this is actually going to be a significant matchup for Colorado State. Uh, It's a team that... 
I wouldn't say that they're in a precarious position. They're not hanging by a thread in terms of their NCAA tournament life. But if they get a victory here against Nevada, it only solidifies their standing in the eyes of the selection committee. They lose, and they're going to fall back into that bubble group. Still would have a leg up on the Dukes of the world, uh, the Michigan States of the world, but uh, they really can't afford to hit a pothole here uh, on the road here down these last couple of games. Uh, You look at Colorado State going against Nevada. I am going to take the Rams here on the money line straight up. Uh, some places it's a pick em right now. Some places you can get it like plus odds. Uh, regardless, I think CSU is going to win this game straight up. Uh, they got a match, Sherfield and Cambridge, 3-4-3 to steal the victory there uh, in Nevada. Nevada over the last five games is shooting 37.6% from beyond the arc. Interestingly, in a mirror image here, CSU in conference play also netting 37.6% from the perimeter. Over 46% of CSU shots come from deep. Uh, This is a team that is highly reliant on the three ball. Stevens, Moore, Thistlewood. They got to have a sweet stroke tonight to get it done. Nevada, number seven. So middling overall in the Mountain West Conference in three-point percentage D. Yeah, toss in the hot Roddy, David Roddy, down in the post. Uh, Gets a lot of easy buckets around there and second-chance opportunities. A guy that really bodies up inside. And I think Colorado State gets its eighth cover in its last 12 games. And again, I just like him straight up. So give me CSU on the money line against the Wolfpack. Fade or follow. Let's make it a five for five. We will follow on this one with uh, the fact that Colorado State's won five in a row. Now, look, I get it. It was uh, New Mexico. It was Air Force. It was Wyoming. I mean, it was three (laughs) teams that are not very good. I understand that. But they are on a roll. And look, they've got a shot with the conference. And I think that's something that the Rams are sitting back going, "Okay, we control our destiny. Let's do this. And so I think they're playing really well. Um, I think this is uh, like there's a reason that this is just sitting there basically as a pick them or maybe a point one way or the other depending upon where you're looking. These two teams are going to battle it out tonight, but I think by the time it is done, CSU will be controlling the scoreboard. There you go. Ram it on the late night tip with Colorado State. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Faith the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review. Would you kindly? Really helps out our show tremendously. And check out FTNDaily.com, FTNFantasy.com, and FTNBets.com for all your fantasy sports and sports betting content needs use that promo code evans e-v-a-n-s to score 10 percent off your subscription today and also check out our ncaa tournament scouting guide you can pre-order it now for just 7.99 full scouting reports of all 68 teams in this year's ncaa tournament field really excited about that and until next time as always feed or follow that is up to you feed the noise